0: Good everybody, I'm Paul the Nitro and welcome to the special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. It is the 2021 PWI Achievement Awards ballot. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's achievement awards have been around since 1972 and have been the standard, in my opinion, on awards given to wrestlers and matches that certainly defined a, a particular year. And it's no exception in 2021. What we're going to do is I will read down the nominees for each category. You can find the ballot as well as the nominees in the latest issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which is available now at newsstands everywhere. It's the January 2022 edition. It features the PWI 150, the top 150 women in professional wrestling. You can find the ballot on page 63. The nominees begin on page 61. Now, there are two ways that you can enter the ballot and participate in the Achievement Awards. According to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you can mail the official ballot to Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Achievement Awards, which can be found on page 63, to the Achievement 2021 Awards, PWI 6198, Butler Pike's Suite 200, Bluebell, Pennsylvania, 19422. Or you can email your official ballot at prowrestlingillustrated at yahoo.com. I'll have the information also at the description at the bottom of this podcast. So without any further ado, let me begin. I will read the nominees for each category, and I'll give you my top three picks as to who may win this award. We'll start off with... Rookie of the Year. This is the rookie who must fulfill two qualifications. They have not been a runner-up in last year's vote, and they competed in their first professional match no earlier earlier than January first, 2020. And the nominees are as follows, and I am quoting directly from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, uh, tw- January 2022 uh, magazine. The top candidates are Jade Cargill. Bad Bunny, Braun Breaker, Mai Sakura, E.J. Nduka, Lady C, Brock Anderson, Becca, Yuto Nakashima, Paulo Blaze, Kaya McKenna, Carly Bravo, and Yoya. So those are your nominees. My three picks are as followed. As far as I'm concerned, Braun Breaker is my first pick. Braun Breaker had a great match at NXT with um, the NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, and he's really come become a force on the NXT roster. Of course, he is the son of Rick Steiner, continuing on that Steiner tradition. Uh, number two is EJ Naduka. I saw him at MLW's um, Rumble Riot. Big dude, 6'8", 300 pounds, and can move like a lightweight. Just tremendous. My final pick would be Brock Anderson, second-generation wrestler, the son of the Enforcer, Arn Anderson. He got in there with Malachi Black and gave him a good showing before before he got beat. He also teamed up with Cody in his... First match and picked up the win. So Brock Anderson looks like he's a future candidate, a future candidate to be a champion in the near future. So those are my three picks for Rookie of the Year. Moving on now to Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. This is an award given to the one wrestler who did the most to improve their craft as a wrestler, the competitor who has stepped in the ring. But have stepped it up in the ring, excuse me Or captured a title for the first, first time The nominees are as follow For Most Improved Wrestler of the Year Bobby Lashley Dr. Britt Baker DMD Shingo Takaji Diona Purrazzo Trevor Murdoch Raquel Gonzalez Almost Josh Alexander Tony Deppin Ty Conti, Matt Cardona, and Rock C. So those are your nominees for Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. My top three picks are Trevor Murdoch. Trevor went and won the NWA World Heavyweight Title, ending the long reign of the National Treasure, Nick Aldis, in St. Louis, Missouri, at NWA 75. That is a major accomplishment for Trevor who's been mostly a tag team wrestler throughout most of his career. But he really stepped up as a singles wrestler by winning the NWA World Heavyweight title. My second pick would be Almost. The dude is 7 feet tall, almost 300 pounds. He was one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions with the phenomenal AJ Styles, And he is still as dominant as ever in singles competition as well as tag team competition. Just a little more seasoning and experience and almost is going to become a force in the WWE. And finally, my third pick would be Ty Conti. Ty has really stepped up using that Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu and and, uh, kickboxing experience along with her wrestling skill that's really improved, and she's picked up the intensity as of late in her matches. She's really standing out and really gave Dr. Britt Baker a run for her money at full gear. So those are my picks for most improved wrestler of the year. Next up, let's talk about the comeback of the year. Here's an opportunity to honor a competitor who had a big year after suffering through a long period of stagnation, being overlooked, or even being out of the sport entirely. The nominees are Sting, The Man, Becky Lynch, Kaiji Muto, Christian Cage, Mickey James, CM Punk, Andrade, Taylor Wilde, Two Cold Scorpio, The Good Brothers, and Homicide. Those are your nominees, and my picks are as follows for this award. Number one, Becky Lynch, the man, came back at SummerSlam and defeated Bianca Belair in less than 30 seconds to become the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And tomorrow night, as of this taping, she'll be probably in the most personal and intense fight of her life against the queen, Charlotte Flair. I think that Becky Lynch definitely deserves the comeback of the year award just on that alone, and the fact that she beat the red-hot Bianca Belair in 30 seconds at SummerSlam to become the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Second pick would be Mickie James. She came back after being released by the WWE and won the Impact Wrestling Women's Championship, as well as run the NWA Women's Pay-Per-View, Empower. That's saying a lot for someone that just got released by the WWE last year. Good, solid effort. Her her, uh, music career is going real well. She's really becoming a force once again in the world of professional wrestling. And, of course, my final pick, CM Punk. I can only say Chicago when he made his debut. That's enough said right there for a comeback. And he defe- and look what he added on top of that. He defeated Darby Allin. He got in the face of MJF and laughed right in his face, showing disrespect for the cocky MJF. He has been on a roll lately in AEW, and CM Punk does deserve the comeback of the year award just by listening to the crowd alone in Chicago. He's really bringing in the fans in AEW. Well, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll take a look at the inspirational wrestler of the year, the most popular wrestler of the year, and the most hated wrestler of the year. Stay tuned. This special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, the 2021 PWI Achievement Awards Ballot Special. will be right back. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul, the Nitro Skyvers for Anchor.fm. Folks, it's real easy to get a podcast up and at them on all your favorite uh, streaming services like Spotify, Google, and Apple. And that's at Anchor.fm. It is easy. It is free. They'll help you set it up. It's just that easy. What else more can I say? Anchor.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to this special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, the 2021 PWI Achievement Awards Ballot Special. As we're looking at the nominees for each category, and I'm giving you my top three picks for each award. Let's continue now with the Inspirational Wrestler of the Year, the wrestler that inspires uh, uh, the wrestling fans as well as some of the wrestlers themselves to do better. Who inspire and uplift with their actions both in and out of the ring. And the nominees are Bianca Belair, Edge, Big E, Christian Cage, Mickey James, Kaiji Muto, Josh Alexander, Rock C., Trish Adora, and June Akiyama. So those are the nominees for Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. My picks are as followed. Bianca Belair. Think about it. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks headlined and main event at WrestleMania Night 1. That was voted at for an ESPY. Voted for an ESPY. That's ESPN, folks for an award for best match in professional wrestling. Now, that's saying something. And Bianca Belair really rose to the top this year in the WWE, winning the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, and now doing her thing as the captain of Team Raw this Sunday at the Survivor Series. Next up, number two is Edge. Think about this. Edge came back from a broken neck, won the Royal Rumble, headlined night two of WrestleMania, even though it was a losing effort in the triple threat match, came back at King of the Ring, nearly beat the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, for the SmackDown, uh, for the Universal Championship, and then had a great feud with Seth Rollins, with him getting the victory in a Hell in a Cell match. And you can best believe that Edge definitely had the comeback year in 2021. Of course, and then the other number three is Mickey James. As I mentioned earlier, she came back after being released by the WWE to win the Impact Wrestling Women's Championship. And also headlining and producing the NWA Women's Pay-Per-View, Empower. Now, if that's not inspirational, I don't know what is. And that is my picks for inspirational wrestler of the year. Moving on now, let's take a look at the most popular wrestler of the year. No doubt this is this is an award that's given to the most popular wrestler in all of professional wrestling. And the nominees are. Daniel Bryan, Big E, Bianca Belair, CM Punk, Randy Orton, Koda Ibushi, Adam Page, Adam Cole, Mickey James, C- Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, Maki Ito, Trevor Murdoch, Kylie Ray Lee Moriarty, and Bobby Lashley. Now, apparently, it's something interesting this year with Pro Wrestling Illustrated, as in the last couple years, the wrestlers that are eligible in this category are also eligible in the most hated category. Now, that's interesting because back in the day, back in the 80s, and even in the 90s, rule breakers had to be good guys to be nominated for most popular wrestler of the year. I guess that doesn't happen anymore. So my picks are as follows. Number one, CM Punk. Look at the crowd reaction in Chicago alone, as well as everywhere CM Punk goes. Everyone likes him. He's the man. He does all the stage dives once in a great while. He gets along real well with the fans and feels the energy of the fans, and the fans feel the energy of CM Punk. Now that's popular. Big E, here's another example of feeding off the crowd and the crowd feeding off of him. I mean, Big E's very popular, very very energetic, very uplifting, very, uh, very uh, powerful, strong. They want to see him do the big ending. I mean, his entrances alone are, ex- are exciting for the Raw brand. So no doubt Big E is also part of the New Day. That definitely helps. So definitely Big E deserves uh, mention for most popular. And finally, Bianca Belair. Boy, she's popular, all right. The EST of the WWE. The fans know who the EST of the WWE is. They get behind her 100%. Look at what happened at WrestleMania night one when she defeated Sasha Banks. Nothing but sheer applause from the audience. I'm telling you, Bianca Belair has a bright future and definitely is probably very popular with the fans. So definitely she should be considered as well for most popular. On the other side of the coin, let's talk about the most hated wrestler of the year. The wrestlers, the fans hate so much. Boo, despise. Talk about their mother, that particular wrestler's mother sometimes, and every other foul, expletive word that they could use, and they will use it towards these particular hated wrestlers. And the nominees are the, uh, the, uh, excuse me, Roman Reigns, who is known as the Tribal Chief, MJF, Baron Corbin. Jacob Fatu, Kenny Omega, Jake Lee, The Young Bucks, Will Ospreay, Karrion Cross, Bryant Johnson, Matt Cardona, Eva Marie, and the Queen, Charlotte Flair. So let's take a look at my picks. First, Roman Reigns what else can you say about how much everyone hates roman reigns these days everyone he wants to be acknowledged as the tribal chief the head of the table the leader of the bloodline and people don't like him trust me they boom everywhere they go roman reigns certainly feeding off the hatred of the crowd and could care less what they think roman reigns Thinks he's above it all as the tribal chief, the head of the table, and the leader of the bloodline. MJF is another pick of mine. Boy, just listen to the promos alone he delivers. What more can I say about being most hated? Just listen to at least one of his promos. Definitely, they boo him out of the building. And of course, Kenny Omega. Mr. Ego himself. Kenny Omega, the cleaner. The leader of the elite, he was probably booed more often than not this year in AEW. The elite were the bad guys, no doubt about it. And he was being AEW World Heavyweight Champion, just added fuel to the fire and to the ego of Kenny Omega. And that's my picks for most hated wrestler of the year. We'll take another time out here on this special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Feud of the Year as well as the Match of the Year, and I'll talk about the very prestigious Stanley Weston Award. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul Denitro Skyvers for Anchor.fm. And for you folks, I keep mentioning it, and I will continue to keep mentioning it. If you want to get your podcast out there, go to anchor.fm. It's free. It's easy. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm right now, sign up today, and get started on your podcast. It's that easy, and it could be streamed to all major streaming outlets like Spotify, Google, Apple and other streaming services Anchor.fm Welcome back everyone to another edition uh, To the special edition, excuse me Of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro The 2021 Pro Wrestling Illustrated Achievement Awards Ballot Special Now I want to get this... um, out of the way first they have a new category called indie wrestler of the year um i'm going to just give the nominees but i'm going to take a pass on this because i have not seen any of these wrestlers uh out there i have not seen much of the independent scene i will admit that but i'll give them their due credit as well as announce the candidates right here um let's begin with those candidates right now For Indie Wrestler of the Year, AJ Gray, Nick Cage, EFFY, Allie Catch, Chris Dickinson, Trisha Dora, Tony Deppin, Alex Kane, and Edith Surreal. So that's the Indie Wrestler of the Year. I will take a pass on that. Like I said, I don't watch too many independent wrestling promotions. And, um,. I just wanted to get those candidates out there. You can find the ballot inside the new edition of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. It's right there, January 2022 edition, available now at all newsstands outlets. Now let's move on to the feud of the year. This is to highlight the top personal grudge, the big feud, the big feud of the year that everyone's been talking about. Let's take a look at the nominees. Top candidates for this year are as followed. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Edge versus Roman Reigns. Chris Jericho versus MJF. The United Empire versus LIJ. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Cody Rose versus The Factory. Kenny Omega versus Impact Wrestling. Bobby Lashley versus The New Day, Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus Thunder Rosa, Lee Moriarty versus Wheeler Yuta, Mayu Iwatani versus Odo Tai, and Matt Cardona versus Game Changer Wrestling. So those are the nominees. Uh, Here are my personal three picks. Number one, excuse me, Sasha Banks. Versus Bianca Belair. This started out as Sasha turning her back on Bianca Belair, saying that she's the one that brought Bianca up to SmackDown. Bianca definitely didn't need any help in that department, that's for sure, based on her own skill and determination. Of course, it all culminated at WrestleMania Night One, where they main evented the first ever two African-American women to headline WrestleMania. And that definitely won an ESPY, as I mentioned earlier. This feud is just, was a great feud throughout. But now that Bianca is on Raw and Sasha Banks on SmackDown, it seems that it's cooled down for now. But no doubt it's turned out to be of one of the best feuds of 2021, as far as I'm concerned. And it definitely proved its point at WrestleMania night one. Second pick would be Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Thunder Rosa. Oh, how personal did this get? I mean, I remember the Falls Count Anywhere non-sanctioned match on Thunder. Brutal. Bloody. It was right down to the wire between these two. Thunder Rosa got the win. But uh, But Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, got herself way over in this match so much so that she went on to become the AEW Women's Champion and the face of the women's division in AEW. And Thunder Rosa, she's not doing too bad herself, involved in one of the most underrated feuds of the year with Busted Opens' Dave LaGreca working on Mission Pro Wrestling. She's now still a star in uh, AEW and involved in the TBS title tournament. I mean, this was a great feud between those two, and I wouldn't be too surprised if they picked it up again in 2022. And my third pick, Edge versus the, the uh, Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Of course, Roman Edge won the Royal Rumble, but got involved in a triple threat match with Daniel Bryan, again, and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, even though they lost. But Edge was looking for his revenge. He wanted his one-on-one match with the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. And it was right down to the wire until Seth Rollins started interfering in the match. But no doubt during those first six months, Edge versus Roman Reigns was very personal, very very heated between these two individuals. So those are my picks For the Feud of the Year for 2021. Moving on now, let's talk about the Match of the Year. Now, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, please remember to give fair consideration to matches that that occurred after the press date of this issue. So anything happening after September 5th, please consider that as well for your pick for Match of the Year. But I'm going to read what... Pro Wrestling Illustrated has put out thus far as match of the year, but you can pick any other match after September 5th as well as a candidate. Here are the nominees according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated up to September 5th Shingo Takaji versus Jeff Cobb, January 4th. Kasuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay, January 4th. Kota Ibushi versus Jay White, January 5th. Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix, January 6th. Rich Swan, Chris Sabin, and Moose versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, also on January 6th. Mayo Iwatani versus Yoshiko on March 3rd. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Thunder Rosa on March 17th. Ares versus Hiho, Del Vikango on March 21st. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly on April the 8th. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks on April 10th, WrestleMania, night one. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, April 11th, WrestleMania, night two. Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takaji, May 4th. Josh Alexander versus TJP, June 10th. Utami Hayashita versus Sairui, June 12th. Walter versus Ilya Dragunov on August 22nd. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers on September the 5th. A lot of good, strong candidates. And please remember also to vote for those after September the 5th of this year as well. Put them in consideration. My picks are as followed. Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa from March 17th on Thunder. Falls count anywhere. I mean, it is unsanctioned. These two, as I mentioned earlier, they had a battle for the ages. And I'll tell you one thing. These two had a great matchup. uh, Thunder Rosa got the win, but Dr. Britt Baker really put herself over on this night. My second pick, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks from April 10th, night one of WrestleMania. This match won an ESPY, for match of the year. i got to tell you, that's a strong candidate going into uh, the match of the year candidate as far as a consideration for that award alone. And, of course, I'm going to pick something that was not nominated, Roman Reigns versus John Cena at SummerSlam. It was the passing of the torch, the tribal chief. Got the win over the Doctor of Thugonomics, and it forced John Cena to retire from professional wrestling. It also saw the return of Brock Lesnar to the WWE. And those are my picks for match of the year. Let's move on to the Stanley Weston Award. Now, this award is not is only picked by the staff and editors of Pro Wrestling Illustrated in honor of Stanley Weston, who was the founder of uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Inside Wrestling, and The Wrestler Magazine. Now, if I was a member of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated editorial department, my three picks for this prestigious award, which was one of which was awarded to Bruno Sammartino, Captain Louis Albano, Vern Gagne, a who's who of legends, my three picks would be as followed. The late great King Kong, Angelo Mosca. He was truly Canada's greatest athlete, a former CFL football player known as Big Nasty. He won the Canadian Heavyweight Championship on more than four occasions. He created Mosca Mania to help kids try to find wheelchairs for those that have physical disabilities and needed a wheelchair. Of course, he had some of the great bouts with uh, Big John Studd, Iron Sheik, who was known as Hasina Rab. But it was his contributions in both professional wrestling and the CFL that really made him a legend and Canada's greatest athlete. So that would be one of my picks. The late, great King Kong, Angelo Mosca, known as Big Nasty. Uh, Tony Khan. AEW president, just because of the uh, great charitable work that he does, the fact that he put AEW as the number one promotion in the world, he uh, honors those like Brody Lee and uh, does great uh, work. And uh, definitely the Owen Hard Cup is something I fully support. What a great gesture by Tony Khan. They're doing it the right way, not the McMahon way. So, I would say Tony Khan is another pick for the Stanley Weston Award. And Brody Lee himself, the legacy of Brody Lee continues on with his wife, uh, Mrs. Huber, who runs now the uh, Brody Lee Foundation, I believe, to help out uh, those in need. Plus, she works with AEW for some charitable uh, causes. And no doubt, Brody Lee definitely left his mark. In the world of professional wrestling, so those are three of my picks for the prestigious Stanley Weston Award. Now, before we go to our next break here, let me talk real quick about what's going on this week, uh, next weekend, on my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Paul Skyverse. First, on from the mind of the Nitro. I'll talk about who was the biggest turnbuckle turkey of 2021, who deserves to be a turkey, I'll tell you, on From the Mind of the Nitro, and then on Nitro Memories, we'll look back at February 1987, it was the month of the Cosmic Fireball, plus WrestleMania is heating up, all this and more on the next edition of Nitro Memories, both of those uh, editions will be out November 27th, and tomorrow, on Sunday mornings with the Nitro at wordpress.com slash the daily chin I will look into whether professional wrestling should go back to having events on like Thanksgiving Day, on Christmas Day, have spectaculars like they used to do back in the 80s. I'll take a look at that interesting scenario tomorrow on Sunday mornings with the Nitro at wordpress.com slash the daily chin lock. We'll take a timeout when we come back. We're going down to the wire here. We'll look at tag, the last four awards, Tag Team of the Year, Faction of the Year, which is a new category, Woman of the Year, and the prestigious Wrestler of the Year. Stay tuned. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyvers for Anchor.fm. Folks, right now I'm doing this special presentation of Saturday evenings with the Nitro on Anchor.fm. And if you want to do a podcast, it's free, it's easy on Anchor.fm. They'll get you set up and you're on your way. And they stream your podcast on all streaming services like Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Anchor.fm. Elegant, everybody. Once again, Paul the Nitro is here for this special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, the 2021 PWI Achievement Awards uh, Ballot Special. We're now down to the final four categories here for this year's Achievement Awards. Next up, Tag Team of the Year. Who was the top tag team of 2021? And the nominees are the Young Bucks. The New Day, Dangerous Tecker, uh, Trekkers ALK, Finjuice, Fire and Flava, Charistico and Mystico, The Lucha Brothers, My Saint Michael and Sakasawa, The Mysterios, The Usos, MSK, The Good Brothers, Natalia and Tamina, and Los Parks. So those are your nominees. Let me give you my top three picks for that category. Uh, the Usos are my first pick, just being a part of the bloodline, being now the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They have really come on their own now in the tag team division. And, of course, being behind Roman Reigns, is not a bad gig after all for Jimmy and Jade, the Usos, part of the bloodline. The New Day, yeah, they won the tag team titles, but look what they've done in 2021. Xavier Woods is now King Woods. He won King of the Ring. Big E is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Kofi Kingston, even though he suffered a a knee injury and is out now for probably the remainder of 2021, Definitely has got some victories as well as a tag team title reign this year. So definitely the New Day should be highly considered for tag team of the year. The Lucha Brothers. Along with Alex, they've done a great job as AEW World Tag Team Champions and really brought that new Lucha style to AEW. Certainly a very exciting team and should be in consideration for the Tag Team of the Year. Now, a new category just released this year for the Achieved Awards, and that's Faction of the Year. The Faction of the Year, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, should wield influence and win gold in one or more promotions while showcasing incredible talent along the way. Okay, the nominees are as followed. The Bullet Club. The Pinnacle, The Inner Circle, The Hurt Business, The Elite, Violent by Design, United Empire, L.I.J., Donna Del Mondo, Shane Taylor Promotions, Strictly Business, Legado Del Fantasma, The Bloodline, La Faccion Igor Igor Bernalé, excuse me. Couldn't pronounce that. The Foundation, Hit Row, and Contra Unit. A lot of strong factions in there, but three really stood out to me this year. Number one is the Bloodline. Think about it, folks. Roman Reigns is your leader. The Tribal Chief, the Head of the Table, the Universal Champion. Need I say more? The Usos, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They've reigned throughout most of 2021 and have become the personal henchmen for Roman Reigns. And of course, the wise man, Paul Heyman, delivering those promos each and every week on SmackDown Live. They certainly become the talk of the town throughout 2021 on SmackDown. The Inner Circle, despite being on and off again in 2021, the Inner Circle has remained intact and scored a win over America's top team at full gear. And no doubt, each individual will survive and and make the faction a whole even stronger in the next year. Of course, Sammy Guevara winning the TNT championship also helps as well. And the Elite. Yes, the Elite may be broken up after Hangman Page's title win, which I explained in this week's episode. Of Saturday evenings with the Nitro, but look at their success this year. The Young Bucks were the AEW tag team champions. Kenny Omega was the AEW world heavyweight champion. They brought in Adam Cole, baby. I have to say that, of course, that's part of his tagline. And they have proven to be the front runners of getting attention. NAEW as far as I'm concerned so yeah they should be considered for faction of the year as well moving on now to the top two individual awards first I'll start with the woman of the year the nominees are Bianca Belair, Utami Hayashishita, Diona Perrazzo, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Thunder Rosa, Mickey James, Saruri, Maria Kanellis-Bennett, The Queen, Charlotte Flair, The Boss, Sasha Banks, Raquel Gonzalez, Camille, Trish Adora, Rock C, Mayu Yamashita, and Maki Ito. So those are pretty strong candidates for the Woman of the Year this year. I'm surprised Becky Lynch wasn't a part of the Woman of the Year category as well. I'll make mention of that. Uh, My top three picks first. uh, Number one, Bianca Belair. Like I said earlier, she headlined WrestleMania Night One and beating Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. She defeated Bayley not once but twice. She beat an embarrassed Carmella. And even though she lost in 30 seconds at SummerSlam to Becky Lynch, she came back strong after being traded to Raw and nearly beat Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. And now she's a team captain for Team Raw in the women's elimination match at Survivor Series tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Next up, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. After beating Thunder rose, losing to Thunder Rosa in a False cut Anywhere non-sanctioned match, her stock rose to the top as she became the AEW Women's World Champion, ending the year-long reign of Hikaru Shida. And ever since then, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, has become the household name in the women's division in AEW, as well as the face of the women's division, quite frankly, in all of professional wrestling and Mickey James. After being released by by the WWE, she went on to win the Impact Wrestling Women's Championship. She became a producer for NWA Empower pay-per-view, the all women's pay-per-view. She now uh, is uh, uh, co-hosting the Gaw TV, Gorgeous Ass Women, on um, the YouTube channel. Hopefully I got the title right. That's called Gaul TV. It's a pretty good show. I highly recommend it. So definitely, Mickey James should be considered in line for Woman of the Year. And now, the other side of the prestigious awards. No disrespect to the Woman of the Year, but it's time for the Wrestler of the Year. Many legends have held this Wrestler of the Year. Nature Boy Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Macho Man Randy Savage, Mr. Wrestling 2, The American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Harley Race, to name a few. And now the nominees for the 2021 Wrestler of the Year Award. They are as followed. Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Shingo Takaji, Diona Perrazzo, Big E, Utami Hashishita, Daniel Bryant, Rich Swann, Jonathan Gresham, Nick Aldis, Cody Rhodes, True McIntyre, and Jacob Fatu. Yes, women are now going to be considered also for the rest of the year, which is a good thing as well. And they have, definitely, the women that are being considered for this definitely deserve to be a nominee for the rest of the year. And my three picks are as followed. Roman Reigns. Think about it once again. The head of the bloodline. The tribal chief. The head of the table has dominated the SmackDown roster and dominated as Universal Champion throughout 2021. He defeated Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. Won the triple threat match at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan and Edge forced Daniel Bryan to lead the WWE a month later, beat Edge at King of the Ring, defeated John Cena and retired John Cena at SummerSlam, and now will face Big E, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, at the Survivor Series tomorrow night. Enough said about his resume that definitely would qualify him as Wrestler of the Year. Bianca Belair is my next pick. Look at what Bianca did this year, as I mentioned before, on this, this special edition, and I'm going to repeat it again. She headlined WrestleMania night one, beat Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. That match won an SB. That says something. She beat Bailey not once but twice. She embarrassed Carmella and nearly beat uh, Becky Lynch after losing in 30 seconds at SummerSlam, on an addition of Raw after being traded to Monday Night Raw. Definitely high consideration for her for wrestler of the year. Bobby Lashley is my final pick. The head of the Hurt Business at that time won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on Raw. Defeating The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Then defeated Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania and in Hell in a Cell. He defeated Goldberg. So bad that the referee had to stop the match. Yes, he lost to Goldberg at a Crown Jewel in October, but he bounced back from that and now is a member of Team Raw for the Men's Survivor Series matchup tomorrow night on pay-per-view. No doubt, the almighty Bobby Lashley should be in consideration for the Wrestler of the Year. And there you have it, folks all the nominees, and my picks for each category. Now, once again, you can pick up the official fan ballot inside the new edition of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, available now at all newsstands. I credit Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the January 2022 edition, for uh, my source of information as far as the nominees goes. And I will be voting probably this week on who, will, my opinion, should get each award. Now, if you want to vote, there's two ways to do that. You need to pick up the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine available now for the nominees, as well as the official fan, fan ballot. It is on page 63. And uh, let me tell you right now, folks, and it's important for this deadline, all ballots must are due by December 1st, 2021, at midnight December 1st 2021 at midnight they will not take any more votes i believe after December after December 1st 2021 at midnight there are two ways to vote you could send the ballot that's on page 63 to the achievement 2021 awards p w i 6198 butler pike suite 200 blue bell pennsylvania one nine four two two, or you can email your picks at pro Wrestling illustrated at yahoo.com. Well, that is it for this special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Next Saturday evening, I will have a special in depth look at the Survivor Series, which will be tomorrow night on pay per view. I'll give you all the results and my opinion about them, some real in depth analysis of what happened at the Survivor Series. That will be the next edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. That is it for now. My name is Paul DeNitro Skyvers. I'll see you next Saturday evening for another edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thanks for watching this special presentation of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, the 2021 PWI Achievement Awards ballot. Go out and vote today.